Uh, we're going to go to the soul now. And so the priority of accepting Christ. Jesus asked this question to the soul. How is it the religious scholars say that the Messiah is David's son when we all know that David, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, God said to my master, sit here at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David here designates the Messiah, my master. So how can the Messiah also be his son? What Jesus is pointing out here is that the humanity of Jesus presented the Jewish leaders with a real problem. He didn't look like a Messiah. He didn't act like a Messiah. He didn't talk like a Messiah. He didn't wear the robes of the priests. He didn't sit with the high and mighty rulers. He worked with the common people. He wore the clothes of the common people. He didn't fit their idea of a king, a messiah. How many of you know that the way God works today may not fit the religious box that some folks want to put him in? He may step outside the box and use somebody that don't have initials after his name. He may choose to use a nobody to do everything. He's just that kind of a God. He demonstrated the power of God in miracles, the wisdom of God in teaching, and the knowledge of God in foreknowledge. He demonstrated everything that the Messiah was supposed to demonstrate. He just didn't look like a Messiah. You know what? It's just possible, folks, that this soulish thing that goes to our humanity, it, it may fool some people. They may look at us and say, my, look at all of that display of emotionalism in their services. I cannot believe they are just totally undignified. <laughs> they may not understand. They may miss what is moving us, what is inspiring us, what is empowering us to do what we do. They may miss what is causing us to be so excited. And it's because we love him with all of our soul. Yes, we love him with our humanity. We worship Him with our humanity. We have a connection with Him because He is human. Hallelujah. Jesus still gives religious people headaches even today, doesn't He? The soulless nature of man cannot grasp the miracle of Emmanuel, God with us in the flesh. It is equally difficult for the soulless nature of man to believe the Holy Spirit can baptize believers with power to do supernatural things in the name of Jesus. And so they explain it all away and say that passed away with the apostles. He don't do that anymore. People don't speak in tongues anymore. They don't prophesy. There's no word of knowledge and word of wisdom. And they don't lay hands on the sick and they recover. And I say to you, that's a soulish way of thinking. That's a natural man's way of thinking. And I say to you that God has not changed. He's the same God. He'll do the same thing today that he did back then. It is precisely the soulless nature of man that must surrender to God in worship and worship Him in spirit and in truth. How many of you remember the scripture from the book of Romans? It says, present your body a living sacrifice. How many of you remember that scripture? Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. The words reasonable service in the original language are the words that we get the word liturgy from. Liturgy in many very uh, high churches, we call high church, they have a program thing that everything is programmed. What's going to happen next? Liturgy, liturgical. What it means then is this. It's worship. What he's saying is, when I present my body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, that is my worship. 
I can't worship God without this body. Hear me? Somebody said, well, you need to worship him in spirit. Well, yes, but I dare you to try to worship him without your body. Can't do it. Your body was given to you by God to express to Him worship. Many art forms that we have today utilize the body to convey the message. We use our body, soulish as it may seem, we use it for the high and holy purpose of glorifying God, of worshiping God. That is right. Right. 